Hello, the Alex Gem Experience podcast is underway yet again. And this podcast is absolutely essential for eradicating and breaking the addiction of our negative thoughts and our negative emotions. So firstly, what we have to understand is that if we're going to be more positive, if we're going to stop the negative patterns that run our existence, then we have to become a different person. Yes, I know that sounds daunting, but it's true. We literally have to change our own thoughts, our own emotions, our own behaviors, our routines, our attitudes, uh, our beliefs over time. All of these things will need to change if we are to to kind of enjoy uh, our own company, if you want to put it that way. So yes, we have to become a different person um, and changing our routines, changing our thoughts. And we think between 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day, 90% of which tend to be the same as the previous day. I'm going to talk about that in a bit more detail later. So what we are essentially aiming to do throughout this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to change your thoughts. I'm going to teach the importance of new experiences and how new experiences will inspire new thinking, new thoughts, creating new neural networks, new patterns in the brain, new sequencing in the brain. Uh, and neuroplasticity is all about restructuring and rewiring how our brain works. And this happens due to newness, to novelty and so on and so forth. So we need to do new things. We need to step outside of the comfort zone in order to learn new things, to make new connections, to ask more questions, to think anew and all these sorts of very important things. That's how we change our negative habits. Um so yes, I mean, neuroplasticity can be stimulated through new experiences, developing new skills, learning new things, and therefore producing new thoughts. And that's uh, creating new positive mental, emotional patterns in our lives. So the reason why we want new thoughts is that new thoughts provide us with new choices. And new choices will provide us with new behaviours, right? And new behaviours will in turn lead to, again, new experiences. And new experience should, again, change our core emotions, that our subconscious programming you know, 95% of our emotions, perceptions, behaviors are subconscious programs, meaning we do them so often that we begin to associate them with who we are. Uh, and therefore, it becomes an automatic response, an automatic way of doing things. And the feedback loop between our thoughts changing our choices, our choices change influencing our behaviors, our behaviors influencing our experiences and so on and so forth. It's a constant back and forth motion that we need to constantly uh, be aware of if we are to uh, regularly change. And that's the whole point. The success and happiness in life is all about progressing in areas that are important to us. So let's dive straight in. The first thing I want us to talk about is uh, stress. So the majority of people in the West spend the, most of their lives, 70% of their lives, actually living by the hormones of stress. That's right, we live in chronic stress. Stress is simply when the body is knocked out of homeostasis. Homeostasis is when we are balanced and, you know, our, our proper function, if, if you will. That's what we mean by homeostasis, especially in this podcast. And when we become stressed, our neurotransmitters become imbalanced. We don't make decisions that we don't coordinate our behaviors uh, as well as we would like to. It negatively affects things like our, our patience, our thinking, our sleeping ability, even things like our, our immune and digestive functioning gets influenced by uh, the acidity of our own thinking. So, yes, stress is when the body's knocked out of homeostasis. The stress response is simply what the body does as a reaction to return itself to order and balance. So stress is just, you can be seen as a natural physiological response to our thoughts. 
Okay, we have to understand that. Uh, there are three types of stress. We've got physical stress, which involves things like injuries, accidents, trauma. We've got uh, chemical stress, which contain things like bacteria, viruses, heavy metals like mercury, for example, uh, ingested through what we eat and our uh, exposure to pollutants, pesticides, these sort of things. Hormones are influencing our chemical emotions uh, and chemical stresses as well. Our diets, so eating a, a a diet in high in refined processed foods, too much sugar will also uh, provide um, chemical stress on the mind and body. Lastly, we have um, emotional stress, which is you've got your day to day kind of emotional stretches like being in traffic, uh, paying for your bills, utilities, loans, parenting stresses, work related stresses, relationship based stresses and all these sorts of things. So, um, yes, these this is essentially what stress is. And, you know, <laughs> Humans and animals are designed to tolerate short-term stress. However, the problem with human beings is we kind of teach ourselves to, to live in the stress response for sustained periods of times, which is incredibly damaging. And it's the creation of uh, many, if not all kinds of diseases. So, um, yes, what we have to understand is that we can actually trigger the stress response just by thoughts alone. So negative thinking can trigger the same kind of physiological response as if we were in fight or flight mode. So what I'm saying to you is, imagine if you were physically doing a, a very difficult task, like say if you were being chased by an animal, a predator, or say you were going to do something that you think is very scary, like um jumping out of a plane or what have you. What happens is um, there are very similar physiological responses, just like those daunting physical experiences that are triggered just when we think something negative. Maybe not always to the same kind of degree. Uh, so this is slightly hyperbolic, just for your understanding here, what's, how detrimental our negative thinking can be here. So... Uh, I mean, we don't we do not need an external event to propel us into our fight or flight response. Just our thinking alone, uh, imagining the worst case scenario and these sort of things um, make us feel as though uh, our thoughts are more real than anything um, that is happening in front of us in this moment. So we lose the present moment and we give it up to the ego. So by the ego, I'll be referring to the ego many times throughout this podcast. By the ego, I'm referring to. Um, our labels, what we associate with, our possessions, um, what we think we have in our lives, what we don't have in our lives, even things that, anything that relates to our identity, you know, our gender, our age, our background, our ethnicity, our past, our experiences, all these sorts of things we use to determine who we are and what we what we are not. And we kind of, whenever the ego is in full swing and we get involved in that kind of compulsing, compulsive thinking, um, we therefore begin to limit ourselves. We try to ex become exclusive. We try to be unique and significant. And, and that's quite an unnatural process because I don't know if you've noticed or not, but human beings are very, very similar. We all think, we all eat, we all breathe and so on and so forth. So um, it's actually dysfunctional to believe that you are separate and, and distinct to other human beings. And and that's uh, one of the aspects that creates disease. That's right. Your own ego creates your own fears, your own stresses, your own disease. Wow. I know that's profound. It's true. So, yes, let's move on. So. The body, which also 
epitomizes the unconscious mind because the body has learned to do certain actions that we have programmed ourselves to live out and to conduct on a daily basis. Um, the body then believes, our body believes that we are in this scary physical moment because of our thoughts. And we, we feel as though we're living this experience 24 hours a day. Our body is, I don't know if you've like experienced something very stressful before, I'm sure you have. And I want you to think about what happens to your body when you experience a great deal of stress. Think about what it does to your heart rate, maybe heart palpitations. Think about what it does to, in terms of like headaches or migraines and, and stress like that. Think about what it does to your body. Maybe you shiver, maybe you feel more cold, maybe you feel fatigued or drained. Maybe parts of your body like tense up and so on and so forth. And that's what I'm referring to. That's what happens when we live in chronic stress when our body is high in chronic inflammation and we are suffering physically due to our mental processes. So damagingly, the hormones of stress long-term push certain genetic buttons, if you will, and these are the genetic buttons that create disease. You know, when we have dis-ease mentally, it will in turn create disease physically. So we cannot tolerate living in emergency mode for a long period of time. Uh, and so therefore, our thoughts negatively can make us sick but our own thoughts can also heal us so we should have a love-hate relationship with our thoughts uh, but by the end of this podcast you'll be more enlightened more conscious more aware of how you can live your life more abundantly and positively so play close attention to your thoughts. Become the watcher, the observer of your own thinking. Start to question your thoughts. You might even want to have a diary or you might want to uh, remind yourself and question your thoughts throughout the day. Why am I thinking this? Does this support me? Is this negative? Where does this come from? How can I overcome this negative thought and emotion and so on and so forth? So start to question your own thinking. Um, so we must learn to identify our mental emotional patterns so that we can intervene at appropriate times, you know. The, and the problem that we face, guys, is that we do become addicted to the hormones of stress. I know you're thinking, Alex, are you serious? You're telling me I actually enjoy my own suffering? Yes, this is true. Because it becomes like a drug, it becomes an addiction. People become addicted to the adrenaline response, the stress hormones that are released from mental uh, and emotional patterns uh, and, and negative patterns, if you will. Um, and what happens is as we continue on our day-to-day -day lives, we, we use uh, the past and, and our existing problems to kind of reaffirm our emotional addictions, to kind of it's called the pain body. And when we experience a great deal of pain because of our past, we kind of teach ourselves to relive it. And we look to experience anger or, anger or worry or anxiety or anything negative like that on a day-to-day -day basis. We become addicted to these patterns, whether we like them or don't. Um, and then the unconscious looks for ways to relive and kind of fuel these kind of mental, emotional patterns on a daily basis, which is disastrous for our health. Um so yes, be cautious when you use uh, the, the pronouns I am. Be careful because when you use these terms, you command yourself into a destiny. You use these statements to identify who you are and, and also what your future is going to be like because of these um, justifications. 
So yes, over time, it becomes harder to change our thoughts because we've turned them into subconscious programs. We've done them so often that we begin to associate our mental, emotional addictions and programs with who we are, which is why it's hard for us to let go of our identity. And whenever we try to change our identity, we feel like we're being threatened. So our egos are then called into play to kind of protect us, which is why people cannot change because this is the complicated process that we are running, guys. So um, the body will not like your conscious effort to try to change. We have to understand that the body takes over and it, it wants to experience the same chemicals, the same chemical rush, if you will. The body wants to relive the same mental, emotional patterns to keep its like to kind of fuel the monster that we've created, really, because we create our own unconscious programming here. Yes, there are things like collective uh, collective consciousness ways of thinking that happen because of the energy put forth collectively in our society and, and our how we've kind of been indoctrinated ourselves, our, our social paradigms, our social ideology, our ways of thinking that have been embedded into our minds over time. So that plays a role as well. But, you know, in terms of change, the hardest thing about change is not making the same mistakes, the same bad choices as the day before. People find it hard to do new things, much harder than we think, which is often a sign that we are living by the ego. We are stuck in, in our egoic mind. We are stuck in the past and therefore we'll be unable to create better choices. We now, we'll be unable to have newer thoughts um, or more new thoughts over time because we are stuck in the past, because the ego uh, has us in its grasp, if you will. And um, yes, you, there are three ways in which you can tell uh, you are being run by your ego and chronic stress. So whenever you associate with the body or with the environment or with time itself, you are being run by your ego. So the more we obsess about our body, um, the more we obsess about where we are, our environment, who we are, the more we obsess about time, whether we're ruminating the past or dwelling too much on future problems and so on and so forth, uh, then we are creating uh, we are creating stress ourselves. So we must detach from this very limited time-bound self, this conditioned consciousness, this very limited way of living where we just associate with the physical form. Because it is limited, because, you know, I don't know if you've realised or not, but we will all be dead soon enough. Um, so when we constantly live by our possessions, our labels, who we are, uh, what we are, what makes us unique, special, different and all these sorts of things, we are, limit we are limiting our experience. We are not conscious, we are not awakened, we are not enlightened, uh, enlightened. And that's why we tend to suffer so much in this in this existence when people live like this. Um, so yes, living by the ego teaches us to be more reactive, more emotional and easily distracted. Um, we must develop mindful strategies to return to homeostasis. Now, what are some kind of mindful strategies? Obviously things like meditation, deep breathing, visualization, exercising is great for reducing stress, for uh, releasing endorphins, for positively influencing our mood. Um, and we might also want to engage in flow-based activities. So 
Uh, flow is when you're so immersed, so involved in the experience that it captivates you. It's very positive, very exciting. There's no thought in flow. You just go with the motion. Uh, so flow is really down to what you like to do during your leisure time, but it can definitely be a way of um, reducing stress for sure. So whether you like going for walks, listening to music, dancing, uh, partaking in sports, uh, reading, whatever it is, uh, these are some things that I advise and it, uh, ask you to make time uh, because it's all about making time for yourself. Um, it's a great way of reducing stress and therefore returning back to homeostasis so you can function and think in better ways and start to take control of your life. So speaking of patterns, that's what we're going to talk about now. The problem is, guys, when we do the same sort of things on a daily basis, there is no new incoming information into the brain. Therefore, the brain will continue to kind of fire and re and and create the same connections that already exist. Therefore, nothing new is happening in our brain. And that's a massive problem for us because we're going to keep firing the same sequences in our brain every single day. We're going to keep seeing and doing the same sort of things every single day. And we're going to be unchanging. And this whole podcast is about breaking our negative, limiting thoughts, beliefs, emotions. And we can't do that if we're always doing the same sort of things, guys. Um, so I'm going to challenge you today. I'm going to challenge you to do new things on a daily or weekly basis at least. It doesn't have to be, always be something really shocking and colossal. Like You don't have to always go on new holidays or investing crazy amounts of money in new courses and stuff like that. Obviously, there's a time and place for those sort of things, but you should aim to do something new every single week. And, um, you know, I you can plan some of these new things or you can be spontaneous and go, you know what? I've never thought of doing that before. You know, I'm just going to buy it. I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to tra travel there and so on and so forth. Um, so we're definitely going to want to experience new things as a means of changing. So we have to learn how to control our emotional reactions, guys. We have to think greater than how we feel. Because when I'm talking about how we feel, I'm talking about our unconscious, the key emotions that we live every single day that govern our experience. We have to overcome this consciously. And it takes a lot of effort, but it's totally worth it. Because um, otherwise, we're not going to change the patterns. What do I mean by patterns? So our... Our emotions, our thoughts that we experience on a daily basis, it can influence our pro internal processes, causing us to change our moods, our attitudes. Over time, if we, if we live out these things for weeks on end and months, it changes our temperament, it changes our, our personality traits and therefore becomes part of our identity. And, we, and naturally, inherently, we hate anything that threatens our identity, like I said before. So this is why people tend to keep the same habits that are self-destructive, um, because we're afraid, because we're living by the ego. So our mental emotional programs became deeply instilled in our conscious. And you know what's interesting, guys? Start, science now shows that 50% of what we think about our past is actually inaccurate. Because our brain is simply not the same that it used to be when these events happened 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years ago, for example. So in my humble subjective point of view, I think it's personally absurd how people live by the past because I've just shown you how the past can be illusory and kind of fabricated and inaccurate. 
So by people li- people living in the past, they're really living in their own fantasy world, but they think it's the truth. And I find that quite disturbing, quite alarming. And that's why we need to move above and we need to go beyond our past. We need to move beyond our ego and experience a deeper level of consciousness. And I'll talk about that in a bit. So, yes, don't do the same sort of things every single day. We need to think greater than how we feel. We need our brain to overcome our unconscious. That can come through neuroplasticity, neurogenesis, learning new things on a regular basis to restructure and rewire how our brain works. Um, And we also have to preempt how we will respond when we look to do new things. If you want to develop a new skill, like, for example, I don't know, some kind of if you're learning how to do a new like learning how to play tennis or play golf for example or if you're going to learn a new if you're going to learn something new like how to invest or how to nego- the art of negotiation for example or if you're going to uh, study how to play a musical instrument or what have you or if you're going to travel to a new destination then you will meet some level of internal resistance obviously this varies depending on our mentality and what we come familiar with um But the internal resistance is really where the growth happens because the reason why you meet internal resistance whenever you learn a new skill or start a new class or go on a new course or or do something brand new or talk to a new person, what happens is we are stepping into the unknown and our unconscious does not like the unknown. Because it's unfamiliar, it reminds us of a lack of control and therefore the possibility of death. Yes, we mentally, uh, unwittingly connect the unknown to death. Uh, it's, it's an unfair comparison, but it's it's kind of leftover primitive, primitive thinking, okay? From when we were cavemen and women, uh, how we used to be so stressed out and fearful of a monster coming to eat us. But this day and age, we don't have to be afraid of a beast or being uh, attacked at any moment. So uh, we kind of express these these fight or flight responses in inappropriately in our day to day living in today's modern society. And, and that's why we meet so much internal resistance. This is why we get so uh, stressed and fearful and we overreact to things and so on and so forth as well. So we need to step away from the stimulation that triggers these mental emotional patterns that we've learnt to become dependent on. So let me talk to us more about neuroplasticity. I told you that it's about learning new things, stepping outside of your comfort zone, challenging who you are. Um, And I just mentioned as well that it is in the unknown where we grow. It's when we step out of the, our comfort zone when we lo- when we learn that oh this isn't as bad as I thought it would be, or oh this isn't actually threatening me at all, or you know what I'm so glad I did this new thing. And then it starts to open up new channels, new new neural connections in your brain, new ways of sequencing, new combinations in your brain in terms of your new, new neural connections here, and that's what creates new thoughts when your neurons create connect differently. That's what learning is, guys. That's why it's so important to create new connections in your brain, because that's what learning is. Um, And I'll talk a a, a bit more later about the importance of revising uh, and revisiting the things that we learn as well. Um, So, yes, it's so important, guys, to ask yourself new questions, open questions, new insights. 
it challenges you to come up with new perceptions, to think differently. Because if you're always asking yourself the same questions, the same types of questions and so on and so forth, such as, uh, why doesn't this suit uh, suit me well? Or, you know, why am I always late? Or why am I so clumsy, for example, and all these sorts of things. If you keep asking yourself the same kind of questions every day, then you're going to get the same kind of answers. And you're not going to think differently. And we're not going to change. And we're not going to be able to break the shackles of negative thinking and feeling that this whole podcast is about. So, yes... What you have to understand, and I'm going to talk to you about brainwave states in a moment, is that our forebrain, our frontal cortex, is the, the, the most creative center in our brain. It enables us to make connections to different aspects of the brain. So when we ask ourselves new open questions, what happens is the frontal lobe begins to select different networks and things Start parts of the brain start working differently. The front of the back, uh, the front of the back, the front of the brain starts connecting, communicating more frequently, more seamlessly with the back of the brain. The two hemispheres, the sides of the brain, the temporal lobe start to communicate with another more fluently. You know, and I'm going to talk about uh, mind and heart coherence a bit later as well. And when this kind of cohesion, this congruency, this synchronicity takes place. That enables us to make better choices. We think at our best. We feel at our best in this state. But we cannot access this state if we're being run by the hormones of stress. Okay? Um, So the frontal lobe creates a picture in our mind, a vision for ourselves, maybe a, a future of how we want to live our lives or how things will get better for us and so on and so forth. This is what enables us to become inspired when we have a vision, when we have a purpose, something to move towards, what makes us feel ambitious, that gives us a a, a purpose in life, something to move towards. That's what enables us to live in the future. And that's the only way that we can override living in the past, being stuck in the past, being stuck in our own egoic thinking that holds us captive throughout our lives, unless we change that. Um, So yes, I know this sounds a bit outlandish a bit eccentric but it is so important to mentally rehearse who you want to be it is so important to mentally rehearse the life you want to live guys and i know for some people it's a bit outrageous it's awkward they think it's a little bit fantastical a bit silly but it works because when you vividly imagine yourself doing this kind kind of behaviors you want to do living the kind of life you want to live you you open up new pathways in your brain your brain actually starts to experiment especially when you sleep and it starts to come up with new formulations and you start to come up with new thinking and emotional patterns and that's what enables change guys so when you vividly imagine who you want to be like some role models for example and how you want to live your life your unconscious cannot tell the difference between something that actually happened in real life and also something that you are visually, visually constructing, such as what I'm telling you to do by mentally rehearsing what you want. Okay. And what it's about is this. Okay. I want you to connect a clear vision, a clear image of what you want in your life. And you need to connect that with a very positive, uplifting, higher emotion, whether it be love, gratitude, joy, peace, positivity, excitement. Because when you connect a vision 
to a powerful emotion, then that's what creates something new. That creates a new state of being. Remind ourselves of who we want to be. And this en- enables our brain to change over time, like I'm saying, neuroplasticity. So whenever you make the brain work differently, you are ch- in effect changing your brain. Okay, so force yourself to do the things that you know you should do. Refuse to change this activity. So if, when you're doing new things like I've taught you to do, I told you that there's going to be internal resistance. You have to overcome that internal resistance. Your brain is very good, very cunning at trying to persuade you to not do the new things. Very intelligent. It might say things like, you know, this is a waste of time or this doesn't feel right or, uh, you know, you're busy, you've got other things to do or this is these being meditating or visualization, mentally rehearsing. These are silly things. Silly people do these. I'm not going to do it. And this is how your own ego, your own uh, your own unconscious tries to put you off from doing new things. And it's your duty, it's your responsibility. And you're the only one who can do this. I can't go in your brain, guys. I can help you. I can I can teach you the methods, but I can't go in your brain and to make these things happen. You have to force yourself to do these new activities. You have to see it through. It's going to be uncomfortable. Your brain's going to come up with all kinds of ways to try to distract you to get you to stop. Whether it be starting a new eating program, a new exercise regime, learning how to play a new instrument, doing something that you've never done before or something that you've been afraid of before. Your brain's going to try and stop you in so many ways. You have to preempt these changes. You have to be ready for the, the, the onslaught of excuses of self-sabotage that your own unconscious is going to throw at you. Okay, be ready for this, guys. It's so important. And I'm going to let me let's talk about uh, synchronicity a little bit. Okay, so when the mind becomes the experience, what happens is the heart begins to open up and the body, our unconscious mind, like I told you before, begins to believe that it's living in the new future. Whilst you're in this present moment. So your body will start to find ways of bringing the future to you now this is the art of visualization the art of mental rehearsal and this is how you're going to start to move you know these things are taught in the secret you know i believe that you also have to take insane amounts of action to to make your dreams come true in life to experiencing that deeper level of consciousness to achieve your goals to be a better more enlightened human being um but visualization and imagination is key it plays a massive role so invest time and energy into mental rehearsal this is how we recondition the body into a new mind into a new way of being okay and i mentioned earlier when you learn new things when you develop new skills when you read them or learns or watch a video and you learn something really interesting what happens is, positively, it doubles the connections in our brain from 1,300 connections to 2,600. That essentially is what is learning. Okay, But what happens is there is a forgetting curve. Now, once you learn something new, your, your, your neurons actually connect to one another in new ways, differently. That's what learning is. I said that earlier. But what happens is those same connections will pull apart they will stop. They will dissipate. Unless you revise and revisit this new learning. 
Within 48 hours, you can potentially forget up to 80% of the things that you had newly learnt. That's why revising, learning, teaching the material you just learned, for example, are great methods for deeply instilling these patterns in the unconscious over time. Okay, so please invest in repeating the information that you have learned. Let's talk about synchronicity. Okay, interestingly, when we're living by the hormones of stress, all of our energy goes to our hormonal centers, our blood, our oxygen flows to uh, the, the stress hormones. And unfortunately for us, what happens is energy pulls away from the heart. Literally less blood, less oxygen, less energy goes into your heart. And I'm going to tell you now why that's so deleterious. When it comes to breaking habits, when it comes to stopping negative thinking, the problem we have is that a lot of people try to use their, their existing brain, their existing ego, in order to change their own brain and their own ego. That's nonsense. That's madness. That's why we need to use our hearts, guys. The most powerful organ in order to change our lives, in order to break the habit of negativity. So we need to get beyond the body. We need to get beyond the environment. We need to get beyond time. Remember the three ways of uh, living stress that I talked about earlier. We need the heart to change the mind. And deep breathing can really help with this. And I'll talk about experiencing gamma brainwave state in a moment. But we need to become more conscious. Because when we experience stress, when we're living in chronic stress, guys, the heart and the brain move out of rhythm. This is dysfunction. This is unnatural. But it's the way we teach ourselves to live. So the ego fuels compulsive thinking. It fuels chaos in the brain, mental entropy. And the feeling of inadequacy that, that happens when we give, give life to the ego it causes stress and it, and it causes a lack of synchronicity between our heart and our mind. And let me talk to you now about gamma brainwave state. Because this is the most beautiful and blissful and powerful state known to man. Now, don't get me wrong. Alpha brainwave state is incredible. The best source for learning as well. Amazing for creativity. So say you're in beta or high beta brainwave state, which is when you're very negatively alert here. You're processing so much information. You're being critical. You're being evaluative. You, you're, you're, you're thinking way too many thoughts per minute. You can't calm down. You can't have clear, strong thoughts because you're being overwhelmed. Okay, These beta and high beta brainwave states are the states for chronic stress. So... In order for us to ex experience gamma, and we want to experience gamma brainwave state because that's when there is that synchronicity in terms of uh, different parts of the brain, especially utilized by the forebrain, being able to connect more seamlessly, more effortlessly, more uh, and flow well together. And it, gamma is what enables heart and brain coherence for us to work together. Like I said, your purpose, your vision, your thoughts, your brain needs to be 
connected with a powerful motion, such as the heart. And when these two things are aligned, that's when you are unstoppable. This is when you are impervious. This is when you are impregnable. This is when you can step up and truly succeed and go and move towards your vision, your goals in life, confidently, from a higher level of consciousness, from a sense of love and abundance and completeness, rather than acting out of hate and affliction and wanting to be superior to others and this kind of limited selfish form that will never lead to happiness so yes we want to experience gamma gamma is the way and you can experience gamma brainwave states uh, by and live har- more harmoniously through deep breathing so like i said you have to dip into the more subconscious brainwave states such as alpha and theta and so on and so forth in order to kind of jump back up to gamma brainwave state gamma brainwave states is when we are very alert we are very focused but there's an energy about us things are flowing you feel so connected to yourself to the world to to nature and it's it's like ecstasy in the brain it's like having an or a mental orgasm because you feel so much energy, you feel so complete. And you can do this through breathing and through mental rehearsing, like I told you earlier. So if you take a deep breath and you contract your diaphragm and your lungs expanding, you tuck in your abdomen as though you're trying to get your belly button to, to touch the to your lower back. And you breathe in as deeply as you can. And I want you to focus on channeling your energy, sending your energy from your your energy centers through your organs i want you to channel it up to your heart that energy imagine it like a light and i want you to then send that light from your heart all the way to the top of your brain and i want you to feel all of your visceral energy sources all of your productive energy sources your sexual energy your digestive energy send it all up to your brain and you will feel so much clarity, you will feel so much energy, you feel so, in a way, lightheaded. And you'll feel so connected. And that's where you are, and that's the definition of love. That is the definition of consciousness and connectedness that we so desperately seek in, in society today. So my challenge is, for you, every day, a daily practice. Rather than waking up and reminding yourself of who you are, going on your phone, going on social media, going on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Twitter, and so on and so forth, and reminding yourself of who you are, your limitations, what you don't have, your labels, who you are, what you know, who you interact with. I don't want you to wake up every day reminding yourself of who you are. Because we need to rise above that, right? We're looking to change our, our patterns. Instead, wake up, put your hands nice and and pleasantly on your heart and practice your deep breathing practice your visualization even 10 minutes everyone has 10 minutes every day if you're telling me you don't have 10 minutes every day for yourself that is your ego taking over that is your unconscious trying to put you off so make time to do this guys put yourself first you deserve it because if you don't feel love internally Love for yourself, love for humanity, love for nature, love for the world, love to do for the universe, love for that greatest, uh, that greater source, whether that be God, Allah, whether that be uh, energy, whether you're spiritual, whatever you believe. 
you need to send and experience that love within if you are to experience it throughout your day. You need to feel positive. You need to feel connected. You need to feel congruent within in order for you to experience that on in your external world when you go and you do your day-to-day things you want to and when you get used to doing this and you turn it into a subconscious program when you feel connected when you feel more spiritual when you have that deeper level of consciousness that unconditioned consciousness where you just feel love where you feel so present in the immediate experience when you when you appreciate the most basic fundamental simple things in life but you don't take things for granted. When you come at life from that perspective, you are undeniable. So start paying attention to the energy you create within you. Start paying attention to the energy you send out to the world. Because that is the energy you are attracting back into your life. There is this feedback loop between our internal processes and our external circumstance. Sometimes things in life are just unexplainable. I understand that there are anomalies, things that just cannot be explained. But for most of us, in most instances, we tend to create what happens to us. We create our own disease. We create our own addictions. A lot of people blame others. A lot of people have that victim syndrome that I teach, where they point the finger and so on and so forth. They blame their negativity on others. Oh, the reason why I'm negative is because this happened to me 10 years ago, or that person did that to me 20 years ago, or my partner left me 30 years ago, or my children betrayed me, or my business partner stole all my money. And you start to point the finger, and you start to become exclusive, and you feel superior, and you start to think that you're unique and different, and you start to claim significance because of your situation. You're not going to be conscious. You're not going to be awakened. You're not going to be enlightened when you keep doing these things. So focus on your energy. Focus on positivity. Focus on seeing and feeling the good in every situation. Start to appreciate the beautiful, simple things in your life. Start to experience gamma brainwave state where possible. Focus on your deep breathing. Focus on your meditation. Focus on your positivity. Focus on your mental rehearsal. Focus on neuroplasticity, experiencing new things, learning new things, developing new skills so that you can start to restructure and rewire how your brain works so you can over, overcome this negative, addictive, mental, emotional patterns that we want to, uh, that we want to change and appease together. So... That brings this podcast to a close. Um, Yes, feel free to get my book, The Art of Power, Happiness and Success. You can get that at Amazon. You can also get it at my store at www.alexgemstore.com. You can also get my course, how you know the power system taking you through this journey that I'm teaching you now. I can help hold your hand and take you through this journey step by step. This course is absolutely elite. It's incredible. Tremendous bonuses as well, guys. You know, the entire course, including the bonuses, are worth well over $1,200. You know, really, it's worth two over $2,000. It's incredible. I'm offering it for $180. This is shocking. Amazing bonuses. Free sensational ebooks, each worth $50, given for free, helping you to transform your levels of consciousness, helping you to become happier, helping you to embed better routines, teaching you how to be more present in your life and, and therefore attract greater abundance. 
you know, I help you in this course to overcome your existing habits, to become more focused, more driven, to how to become the observer of your own thoughts, how to utilize NLP based strategies so that you can become, so you can start to restructure and rewire how your brain works. I'm going to teach you how to lead your own life. I'm going to develop your existing emotional intelligence so that you can get into peak state, so you can change your emotional states on a regular basis. I'm going to teach you about your emotional home and how to overcome your own unconscious in this course. Just go to www.alexgem.com, click where it says join PHS course today. Enter your credit card details. You'll gain instant access to this brilliant, revolutionary course and the incredible bonuses that I'm outlining as well. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you get that extra reassurance as well. You're going to love the value. When you go on that, when you click Join PHS Course today on my website, you can actually, if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you can actually see the, um, the course outline. And some of the segments within the sections of this course are actually set to preview. If you click where it says preview, you actually get the worksheets, the video content, the audio content, the written word for free for those particular segments. So you can try before you buy, really, and see the amazing value that I provide here. Um, I would love for you to work with me live at the Power Mastermind. Talk about digging deep. Talk about being part of a community. Talk about complete immersion. These worksheets are worth thousands of dollars. It's taken me over 15 years to put together, 15 years of trial and error, me working with my own mentors and the brilliant role models that I have in my life. And I condense over 15 years of learning into this Power Mastermind. The worksheets are incredible. You can also, um, yeah, you can also feel part of a community. You're going to feel that level of support. I've actually turned the Power Mastermind into a course. So if you cannot attend at the live events, that's a massive shame because proximity is key. But you can also massively benefit from getting the course. So what I've done is I've transformed the live event into a course for you. You can get that at my website as well. Uh, just click where it says um, the Power Mastermind Virtual. And you can actually see me work with a live audience for that day, completing those worksheets. You get given the worksheets in that course. And you can actually see videos of me completing the very same worksheets that you're going to be given. Uh, so you can understand my journey, my thought processes, and better understand how you, you can complete these incredible worksheets as well. Amazing bonuses included as well. Go check out the worksheets. Go check out the bonuses. Go check out the amazing ebooks given to you at the Mastermind Virtual. Have a great day, folks. Stay, stay strong. Make sure you... Yes, make sure you add me on Instagram at alexgem underscore power. That's right. Make sure you uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Power, Happiness and Success with Alex Gem. Make sure you subscribe. You're going to love it. Every week I update with new videos. That's going to help you to transform your existence, your consciousness, your happiness. Have a great day, folks, and I'll see you soon.